Radio, 92.9 FM WGGTLP Philadelphia, and online at gtownradio.com. This we are is cue the mic. Cue the mic. Cue the mic. This is Doctor Doctor Renee Norris Jones, um, and I'm sitting here with my fine, wonderful team. Thursday night, 7 p.m. 2020. <laughs> yep. We're in the as, middle of a pandemic. As always, uh, we're not we're not live currently, unfortunately, because we're not in the studio. But we are still recording at this at Thursdays at seven, like usual. We're just doing a bit of editing and then putting them up later because Skype and recording online is a mess. Um, but it's fine. It's great. <laughs> yes, we're still we, having just as good a time, I think. Yeah, yeah, we we've joined the rest of the world with meetings and if i swear if i sit in one more meeting i had one today that they went over it was a 30 minute training it zoom. was it was professional development no uh, it was on um zoom is the worst platform i don't know but i'm like really now we just go over on the trainings too okay i'm sorry i digress. yeah people don't know how to like shut it down oh, oh my god um Just because we're home, I do have another meeting to attend in my pajamas. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> <but> I digress. <laughs> um, my pronouns are she, her, hers, dude, and my, my grandsons, Arlo and Wolfgang, call me Dr. Grandmother. Well, Arlo's like a month old, so he's not really saying anything. Oh, um, look in there. Yeah. Do you so think his first word will be doctor? It will be Dr. Grandmother, the whole thing. Oh, Dr. Grandmother, okay. Yes, the, that that will be the first two words together. <laughs> um, so they should start practicing now. Yeah, um, never too early. Yeah, at all, at all. That's what I had him do before. Just start saying it now. Play it in a little tape in his room. Dr. Grandmother, Dr. Grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm here with... My associate producer, Miss Fox. Oh my God! <laughs> I like could, couldn't handle all the gusto there. Uh, <laughs> this is Fox. I go by she, her, hers, and sometimes dude. And I just picked up a guitar the other day, and I just got my strings today. And Ooh, it's a nice. classical guitar, like they use with flamenco and like Spanish. Uh, guitar style, so I'm really excited because it has been a while, and I'm very excited. It's cool. I'd like to eventually get an electric guitar. If the if quarantine lasts for a long amount of time, <laughs> I would like to learn how to play the electric guitar. It's a good time too. I really want when I get like if when I have enough money for it and I get better to warrant buying myself something so nice. I really want a telecoustic, which is the kind that's like an acoustic. And you, it has a hookup where you can also make like plug it into uh -huh. an amp. It's awesome. Yeah, it's got cool. like a slimmer body, but it's still an acoustic. It's it's I want one so bad. <laughs> that sounds awesome. I have so. a ukulele, but I don't know how to play it. <laughs> and that other voice you hear is Stephen. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I've been talking a lot <laughs> and haven't introduced myself. I my name is Griffin. I use they, them pronouns, and I also go by, uh, I don't know, I guess like citizen, 
comrade, I guess. Oh, I like friend. those too. Um, Brian, I like that. Yeah, I don't know. I like I like all those. I um, can't hear Citizen without thinking of Citizen Kane, which yeah, is a yeah. ridiculous thing to think of. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm a student journalist. Um, I, well, not at the moment because there's no school newspaper over the summer, but I'm working on it. No, but I think that still makes you a student journalist, though. Maybe, maybe I should. Maybe I should have like a hopeful title. I am writer and journalist and um, rock star. I guess journalism extraordinary. Hopeful hopeful titles, yeah. Have you started shopping your resume yet? Your editor in chief is. I have not because it's been full chaos in my house for a lot of reasons. Um, I, it, yeah, coping with coping with quarantine has been tough. Um, and it's you know feeling motivated to like be proactive about things is a struggle for me in general. So kind of like quarantine has kind of negatively affected me. But I'm working on it. I'm still I'm still still getting along, working on it. Did you like my find little thing. tonight? Is my enthusiasm this evening helping? Oh, absolutely, Renee. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. Absolutely, Doctor. Thank you. So I'm doing the... Here's Cindy! <laughs> hey. Uh, well, let's see. I'm also, moder- uh, I'm also monitoring the awards for my day job. Uh, tonight is the City and Regional Magazine Awards uh, ceremony, which is also taking place virtually. And our graphic designer, Jamie Leary, just won Best Feature Design. Uh, wow. So, wow. Uh, so we're, we're, we're all pretty happy. There will probably be a few more of these before the night's out. And if I, you hear me suddenly exclaim in the middle, you'll know what happened. Uh, my day job, as I think you may know, is uh, home and real estate editor at Philadelphia Magazine. I'm a regular host on this show. You will also find me as the Germantown editor of the local, the newspaper serving this neighborhood in East Falls. I meant to ask Renee why you uh, jog over in McMichael Park. I thought you were over on my side, Germantown. Um, well, my, McMichael Park is like three turns away. Ah, okay. And it's safe to walk there. It's open, um, even though the projects, is that what Dr. No, what's his name? What does he say? Beyonce's husband. And one of his songs is like, yeah, one of the songs he says that he's from the projects. (laughs) He he doesn't say projects. The projects Mm -hmm. are close, but it's still safe. You know, you can walk over there. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, not when it's dark, but um, it's like three turns, hop right on the highway, highway right off, a couple of back ways even in traffic to get there. And to remind everybody else also, my pronouns are he, him, and his. Uh, which I remind people who send me letters addressed Dear Ms. Smith, always get. Uh, Let's see, on the show tonight, uh, we start off with Why Pronouns Matter. Uh, Then Fox, I understand, has a very good rant for us tonight. Um, The guests we are expecting to have on the show postponed, so we will probably do some freewheeling conversation in the middle, uh, followed by gay answers to straight questions. And uh, then our lightning round, newsworthy or not. 
Yeah, knowing and, us, free will, freewheeling conversation should not be an issue. But yes, and we have some interesting tips for how to do virtual dates while social distancing. We do. Yes, we do. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Social distancing. We are keeping it PG. This is public access radio, so. There you are. There you are. Well, there was something that Griffin said and Fox said about the guitar. Um, That's going to be interesting for neighbors, roommates, different (laughs) apartments, other people in the house. But, you know, depending on what that dynamic is, it can be good for you. Um, Yeah, I kind of. I kind of don't I I I hope to be to eventually become one of these people where I'm so nice to everybody all the time that hopefully they don't mind if I'm loudly practicing electric guitar once in a while. Um, yeah. but maybe that maybe that's a bit too bit too hopeful. I don't hopefully I won't bother people too much. I'll keep it quiet. I I won't turn it up to 11. I'll keep it at like 6. 8. Maybe like that was a that the uh, that was a reference to turn it up to eleven. That's um that movie, um, Spinal Tap. That movie you know? sounds familiar. The the like I've never seen this movie, but the one like quotable line from it is the um it's a parody of like a rock band and um. There's this entire highly recommended. Funny yeah. Itself. yeah, it's supposed to have held up really well. And the mm-hmm. but the the um the bandmates they're talking about how oh they're constantly trying to be louder and louder and their last system only went one to ten, but this new one goes to eleven and the journalist interviewing them is just well, why don't you make ten louder? Why don't you just make ten louder instead of a- adding eleven? And he just does not understand the concept of just making 10 louder rather than adding a completely new set anyway. I'm sorry. The best jokes are the ones you have to explain, as we all know. No, yes, it is. And I remember, what year did that come out? I know the name, and I'm sure I saw it. Oh, that's an older movie now. Oh, I know. I'm looking at Sandy, and he's making all kinds of, he's rolling his eyes up in his head because he's thinking. Spinal Tap. No, playing air traffic director right now. 1984. Really? I thought it was older than that. I thought it was too, but apparently it's from 1984. Huh. Anyway, I'm sorry. Overexplained a really unnecessary joke. Um, (laughs) Should we move on to why pronouns matter? Yes, yes. Why do pronouns matter? Okay, so Why Pronouns Matter is a segment about language and uh, the trans community and learning sort of an appreciation for why we use the language we do, why it matters um, within the LGBT community, especially for trans people and pronouns and such. Today, I'd like to talk about a word. Um, That word is gender fluid. And which the Oxford English Dictionary defines as denoting or relating to a person who does not identify themselves as having a fixed gender. 
Is that the same as um, genderqueer? No. So, well, they, as with a lot of terms in the LGBT community and the trans community, they can overlap a lot. Um, mm -hmm. So, genderqueer, generally speaking, means you're breaking out of whatever your assigned at birth uh, designation is, right? So, it, genderqueer can be very broad. It can mean a lot of things. It can be um, remaining... So, if I was, say, assigned male at birth, it could include being continuing to be assigned male at birth, but choosing to express that differently. It could be choosing to identify as some kind of non-binary. Um, a lot of binary trans people also identify as genderqueer. So genderqueer itself is very broad. Gender fluid, generally, is more of a specific idea. Um, the emphasis is on the word fixed. So not having a fixed gender identity. So that means that your gender identity um, is subject to change. And that can be overnight. It can be over longer periods of time. But the important thing is that um, a person who identifies as gender fluid their gender does not necessarily remain the same over time. That they accept that change um, is a part of how they express themselves and how they identify as. Um, the reason why... Their, I'm sorry, do their pronouns change? They may, yeah. They could okay. absolutely change. Um, okay. so, I forgot the last part of the sentence, but you understood what I was saying. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yes, so that's that's an important idea for gender fluid people is if their current identity changes they may want to be referred to using different pronouns they may even want to be referred to using a different name possibly um, wow okay yeah and so that's kind of just part of who they are so there are a lot of people that um feel free enough to, you know, uh, present as, uh, uh, like a man or, a, or yeah, present as a man, dress in masculine clothes, use he, him pronouns, have a masculine name. And then the next day, maybe they're not feeling it and they decide to present as feminine, um, wear feminine clothes use female pronouns, maybe even have a more feminine name. So I, I have a question just on that part right there mm -hmm. as, as I'm hearing this and I'm understanding it. So how would um, Citizen Joe or Citizen Marie, mm -hmm. you know, um, I saw them yesterday. We're meeting for coffee today. So how am I adjusting how I'm interacting with them, if that makes sense? Yeah, so I, th I think this will probably vary from person to person, but what, mm -hmm. I've, what I've heard as good advice is just ask. Um, are you going by the same pronouns today? Are you going by different pronouns today? Okay. Um, yeah, and I think that 
most of the time will be a, a question that people appreciate. I could I could be wrong. There may be some people that you know maybe don't want to be asked that, but I think I think that is usually the best practice is if if you are around someone who you know usually presents one way and comes in another day presenting as completely different just go ahead and ask like all right have your pronouns changed is there any new way that you'd like to be addressed um okay. yeah and just roll with it because okay. i i for me, at least, right? I think I, I I identify as some kind of gender fluid because I feel like over long amounts of time, I feel that my non-binariness can sort of shift, if that makes sense. I usually feel like some shade of androgynous. Sometimes I feel more feminine. Sometimes I might feel more masculine. That's usually over long periods of time. Um... I don't usually, I don't really feel the urge to have people refer to me using different pronouns or anything, but yeah, I think, I don't know. I think, I think generally speaking, a lot, a lot of the trans community and gender queer community and probably gender fluid community, um, the biggest thing is respect, right? And so gotcha. asking... How would you like to be referred, you know, referred to and all that stuff? I think that's the kind of the most important part. Right. And so, I mean, and, and I knew that asking was the thing to do. And that's mm -hmm. probably one of the first things that I learned that, hi, I'm Renee. I go by she, her. What about you? Right. Um, and I guess I was questioning. So if this is someone who was she, her yesterday and they're standing in front of me, not looking the same mm. should I ask that same question so so that was the part that was making me yeah I mean I think it'll I think it I think it depends on each person's sort of sense of what they what their boundaries are what they like and don't like mm -hmm. but I feel like that probably is is the most respectful choice most of the time um I feel like a lot of gender fluid people I so I, I myself, right, being non-binary, I walk into a room and kind of announce, you know, I use they, them pronouns so that everyone's on the same page and there's like no no questions about it. Um, I would not be surprised if there's a lot of gender fluid people who are similar, who, um, you know, on a more masculine day, they'll go in and say, I'm using he, him pronouns and I go by this name today. Um, that would not surprise me at all. So... So I have another question, um, and it's it's right up there with the gas cue, where sometimes you know gas cue comes off kind of. What the heck are you talking about? Where is <laughs> brain, Renee? So does the so bear with me? Does they them encompass um, the variances in, in those days or no, or can it? I does that think make it. I think it can, but I think it's up to the gender fluid person. So they right. they might they might fluctuate between identifying as male and female with no androgyny. Okay. In which case they might not they might not really appreciate they they them pronouns. Okay. So right, no, I I didn't mean to assume that, but I no, was yeah, just no, trying no, no. to it, it just 
as you were speaking, I'm going, okay, well, that for me adds another layer of knowledge for they, them, potentially. Yeah. So, and, that, and yeah. that's what I wanted to get clear so that it fits in that spectrum a little bit. Right. So, so just, just reading from the, from the dictionary here, it says underneath the dictionary, they has been adopted in the gender fluid community as an easy to understand gender, gender neutral pronoun. Wow. Which dictionary is this? This is the Oxford English Dictionary, which is the Whoa-ho! yeah. This is this is pretty much the authority on the English language. Um, so That's pretty if cool. the Oxford That's English pretty Dictionary cool. says it's true. It probably is, maybe. Yeah. No, that's pretty <laughs> amazing that you're like, I'm reading from the dictionary. Um, yeah, no, that's pretty cool. There is, there is one thing that I'd like to, that I'd like to also point out while we're on the, the topic of this term. Um, a lot of people see the, the, this person doesn't have a fixed identity and sort of think, oh, okay, trans people in general will probably fit into this category and that's not that's not the case yeah right right the, the, the fixed part is what someone currently identifies as if someone is a binary trans person or a non-binary trans person and they're solidly in their identity they are not necessarily gender fluid they are probably just non-binary a woman or a man gender gender fluid is a specific identity all its own binary and non-binary explain the difference yeah so so uh a binary trans person would be someone who is transgender and who identifies as a man or as a woman a non-binary trans person would be someone who identifies as some somewhere on the non-binary scale they so androgynous um, demi boy, demi girl, which are its own things. I think we've talked about these terms a little bit. Or non a non binary trans person might be gender fluid as well. So, or it could be agender, which is they don't I they don't really relate to to the idea of gender. Period doesn't mean much to them. No, it's making a lot of sense, and it's like I said, it's adding layers. To my knowledge base. Yeah, there's a lot of I, there is a there is a learning curve with a lot of these terms. Uh, it, there are many umbrellas within umbrellas within umbrellas. Um, so, you know, confusing confusing terms is not like it's not, you know, horrifically horrible as long as you're as long as you're learning. I think. That's what most people appreciate is is willingness to learn and willingness to be respectful of people. Absolutely. Um, I don't it's, I, most people in the, in the universe know that I am in therapy um, and my therapist works with various populations. I mean, she's worked with homeless people and divorced people and gay, straight, black, white, purple, you know, um, and we were talking probably a year ago. And I don't know how our conversation in therapy went to pronouns. I don't remember how. Or maybe it was something that happened on the show and it came up during the conversation. She said, oh, I know I cannot keep up. She works with a young, a group of, I believe, trans youth. 
I'm not going to put a title on, on the exact population. And she said, I'll get one thing down and I go in the next day and I try to use that in a sentence. And they go, oh, no, Miss Therapist. Um, <laughs> that was before. Now that's so-and-so. She said, I cannot keep up. I just saw them yesterday and I'm always taking notes, making sure that I'm saying it right. But they keep me straight. They keep me straight. Yeah. Um, and it's so refreshing to hear her talk about um, the work that she's doing with different populations and um, how she's open to the terminologies. Yeah. So sometimes they call her out of date with it because, you know, that was like two days ago and how dare she still be saying that, but she's open to it. So, so my, my perspective as a, as a non-binary person, I kind of really appreciate this, uh, un, this changingness and this, this um how things move from day to day and they could be different and someone's expression will change and someone's you know pronouns will change i really enjoy that that process of learning something new about someone and also the idea of you know sort of like queering gender i i really am i i appreciate that and that's something i try to emulate so wearing gender yeah so making it so taking I- ideas of gender and mixing them up changing them up okay okay um i to me that's really fun and so i think that changeableness is kind of beautiful and i that's kind of my thing is i i really lean into like the learning new things because I appreciate it. It's kind of, you know, it's like an, it's like almost an artistic sort of, you know, um, identity as art sort of thing. Wow. So. It looks like Sandy wanted to say something, but Sandy, your microphone. Yeah, I there. know. I, I, yes, <laughs> I had to uh, turn down something in the room before I uh, uh, chime back in, but you know, <laughs> the, the notion of queering gender uh, strikes me as interesting. The first thing I thought of was men in dresses, but uh, I'm not sure that that's necessarily what we're talking about here. Um, it can be. That's that's yeah. usually what people jump to, but it's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more than that. Um, you know, uh, kind of anything that you can think of. Um, yeah. Anyway, so this was <laughs> so this is my topic for the day. Um, I wanted to talk about it because I've heard some instances of people using it, of using the word gender fluid and not meaning what it really means. And so I wanted to offer some clarification and talk about it as an idea and as an identity. Well, well, no, that definitely was enlightening, especially the queering the gender, queering gender. Is that what, is that, is that what it was? Queering gender? Yeah. So queering uh-huh. as a, as a verb. Yes, yes, no, no, I definitely, it definitely added to my knowledge level. Um, I'm very fond so, of ver- verbing nouns. Verbing nouns. <laughs> oh, oh, we have to put this in a description, Fox. Querying gender and verbing nouns. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yes, yes. So, to move on, um, does anyone know what week we're in in the COVID 19 pandemic no i was i was distancing before we were told to because we were in new york right when it was like getting really bad in new york so we were like all right well i guess we have i guess we have to quarantine so 
I don't know. I've lost track of time, honestly. Do we? Did it start in mid-March in Pennsylvania? It 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 was in March because I work in Montgomery County. I remember it being March. Was it mid-March or or early March? Early March. It was early March because I was in Montgomery County and they shut down first. And I was supposed to go to my other client's office like around the third or the fourth of March. And they were like, oh, yeah, we're closing today. And I was working that day in Montgomery County. I was going to see another client the next day. So we're so coming up on like, the third month then. Three yeah, months. I mean, I can't, yeah, I, I frequently ask Alexa. <laughs> I have to. She's Does listening. speak her I name. Does speak her name. <laughs> she's like, huh? Beep? Again, again. Um, I frequently ask, what what day is it? Is that AM or PM? Um, oh, yeah. So, so this has been going on. This article is dated April the 19th. That's almost a month away, right? A month ago? Yes. I'm yeah. looking at my phone. Yes, Today's the 21st ago. of May. Wow, we're almost in June. But um, since we're still here, I was just like, oh, we missed this opportunity to do this article. It's dating during the coronavirus um, ideas for virtual dates while social distancing. So, oh, it's seven ideas, seven, seven, seven. Okay. Um, I could so use this advice, one, I'm just saying. Okay, you know, and, and I, I, I can too. I kind of did a little bit, and then I'm just like, eh, I got busy with other stuff. It felt like I was in another meeting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fit, fit your date to a ske- to a schedule. Oh my god! Yeah, and then I was just like, I just yes. can't today. I need some me time. I can write you um, in from seven forty-five to seven fifty-five. We'll talk about how our days were. Yes, and if I have other stuff to do, I don't want to get into a conversation in the groove of it, and then I'm not into it because I got other stuff to. Yeah, just yeah. Um, so yes, it starts yes, off. I, I think. I'm also fond of this movie. All right, moving on. <laughs> yes, it says <laughs> you've matched. It says you've matched. You've messaged. You have even video chatted. Congratulations! In the midst of a global global pandemic, you've found another human being that you'd like to get to know better. Oh. The only problem is you can or you shouldn't actually meet in person. This is on CNET, by the way. You know they do a lot of stuff with technology. Hmm. Um, article was by Aaron Carson. If Animal um, Crossing dates aren't on this list, I'm gonna flip my computer. <laughs> well, this is I'm gonna give you some data. Okay. According to OKCupid, daters sent more than 35 million messages into in March. So yeah, I guess it did wow. start in March, wow. which is about. Four million more than the same time frame last year. Oh. Yeah. Um, there's been a 5% increase in folks looking for long-term relationships and a 20% decrease in those looking for hookups. It's, it, people are looking for stability because these are uncertain times. Well, when you're social distancing, you can't and really... And you're social distancing, yeah. Can't, yeah, can't if really you're do doing the social distancing, so it's kind of, yeah, yeah. Um, but that makes me think, so if you meet someone, are they just saying they're looking for a long term because they can't do the hookup, kind of, yeah, just just leads for more questions. True. Very right? True. Right. Um, so I'm turning the page here. Um, so the first idea, a museum together. 
Oh. That's actually oh, a good yeah, idea. A ton of uh, online tours. Yeah, and, and, you and mean a virtual museum tour, tour, right? Yes, 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 yes. Because the first example says the museum in Madrid, Spain, is doing a slideshow of famous works. Um, elsewhere, you can find a walking tour of, um, of course, the page got off. Oh, it looks like it's in Paris. Um, are, and Google are, Art. Yeah, I um, I know that the Philadelphia Museum of Art is on probably Google Art. Um, they have you can do a virtual walkthrough. That's a really yeah. cute idea. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, and this is just number one, and it says you and your date can try to synchronize and sh screen share, so you're looking at the same piece of art at the same time. Oh, right. See, 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 see this is good stuff. And Watch I like my concert. art museum trips. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And see, you'll be able to tell whether they're just faking. You know, people go, oh, yeah, I like that too, but they really don't. Yeah. You find out later. True. That they have yeah. no culture whatsoever. Okay, I'm sorry. I digress. I, I, yeah, they it happens. Yeah. You can kind of keep an eye and see whether they're really into it or not, you know? Right. Um, watch a concert. And I think there's been a lot of free concerts recently, right? Yeah. A lot of artists getting together do a lot of concerts. Yep. So that's a good one. Make some art. Creative minded out there, plan to do an art project together using video chat. Whatever art supplies you have on hand could be a landmark you both know. I have a coloring book that's just all swear words. Yeah. Oh, I, that's that, awesome. That's, cool. that's awesome. That's pretty. You said your mom gave you that? Yeah. See, that's wow. something I would give my daughter. I would totally give something like that to my daughter. Well, okay. Cool. okay. And the thing with the curse words, I think she would probably give it to me more. Spend the next hour, however long, working on it while you chat. At the end, you can show your results to the other person. That sounds cute. Yeah, okay. A virtual escape room, huh? Want to see how well you solve problems together? Try a virtual escape room. Um, it's about that's problem just, solving. That's just Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, that's yeah. just virtual Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, see, I, I don't do that game, but it sounds like we got some interest there from two of you, so it's a good thing. Yeah. The next one is go old school with games. Um, it says the gamers among you probably have a sense of type of video games you can play with friends or dates, but if you aren't one of the legends of visiting islands on Animal Crossing... There we go. There we go. All right. My computer is saved. <laughs> you can resort to, temp to simple games and puzzles. I don't even want to know what Animal Crossing is. It's um, all you need is a pen and a paper? What kind of game are they thinking about? This is a pretty Sudoku? I don't know. Oh, it's a crossword puzzle. Oh. Of course. Uh. Sunday New York Times. It says the Washington Post, for example, lets you send a link to a crossword puzzle to a friend so you can work on one at the same time for free. Oh, okay. It's kind of nice. That was the New York Times. That's no Animal Crossing, but... Yeah, what's Animal Crossing in three words or less? Okay, ten words. Uh, very cute, very cute video game... Building, sandbox, cute animals. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many of the words that was. 
So is it kind of like that? Sandy, I might be dating myself here. Probably when my daughter was a teen with the people in the boxes in the houses or something. Are you talking about the Sims? Yes. <laughs> it's sort of like the Sims, sort of. But like you, your character, like you, you can't like change the other characters. They're all like fixed personalities, but you still like you talk to them every day and they they give you little tasks and you can build on your island and you can garden. It's really cute. Can I give them some of my tasks off my real task list? I don't think so. Usually you're the one doing stuff in the game. Oh, okay. Number six, watch a movie together. Services like Netflix Party. Mm-hmm. Chrome extension lets you sync up your Netflix viewing and chat on the side. I don't like people to talk during movies. Why do I want them to chat me up while I'm watching a movie with them? <laughs> Oh, you can read, read the same book. I don't know if we already went over that. No, we didn't. That wasn't on here. But do you? But it's can like you date and read the same book? It sounds but, like a really, but, really small book club. Yeah, it's like a date it's two book people. Club. Yeah, like it's five a date book. books. So I think like the movie they're going to be talking about other stuff, kind of like my childbirth. Yeah. Ooh. I can. So when my daughter was growing up, everyone saw the birth tape. And at certain grade, I had to go, okay, that's it. No more with the birth tape. No, 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 no. Up here. Get, bring it upstairs. Nope. You can't show the birth tape anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So Gosh. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, and the last one is share dinner or drinks. It says, if you don't mind someone watching you eat via a video call, you can stage a dinner or, or dinner and drink date. Put on some decent clothes. Which means that don't wear the pajamas all day that you've been meeting in. Order food or eat whatever you've cooked. Carry on a usual over-dinner banter um, that you might have in a restaurant in a bar. Do you like, you both make the same dish and then you make fun of the other person's dish from how it looks. <laughs> you both well, make I'm mac waiting and for cheese and you're like, critique, critique. Yeah. Sir, I, need more, I need more cocktails, sir. Can I have more? Uh, the potatoes weren't hot. Can you take them away? You use macaroni. I used shells. My yeah. mac and cheese is better than yours. I could only do that if, like, the 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 webcam was pointed at an angle and not directly in front of both of us. Because that's just like, even when you eat out with somebody, there's like space to not stare at them the whole time. Right. And yeah. I feel like it would be be so uncomfortable to just like have to stare right at each other while you're both eating. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Especially with good cameras. Like, did you just spit something out? Oh, oh my me? god. You got a hole in your lip? No. I did not. No, I meant doing no, the that's date. A, that, was doing the date. Talking, that was the virtual date. See, that's how the date can go bad. Because Sandy's like, I didn't spit anything out. What are you talking about? No, not me. <laughs> <laughs> you just have a little something on your just get a napkin on your just just on your on your right side. Yeah, you got it. Okay, good. You got it. <laughs> and your other right side. No, your other right. Yeah. 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 But some of those were pretty cute, right? The museum one. Yeah. I don't know about the the movie or the dinner. Um, like a book would be cute because you could like read the same book and you could go to a certain chapter and then, depending on how big the chapters are. I mean, obviously, if it's like five pages, it's going to be dumb to do one. But you know, a certain amount of pages or chapters, and you can call each other and be like, "Whoa!" 
This but is it's weird. It's going to be a quiet date, though. Because well, yeah, everyone's reading. Call each other after you read. Oh. Um. And then you can see how read how slow the other person reads. <laughs> right. That's true. Are you still on what page? Um. Find so, out who they are real fast. What kind oh, of person I was, they are real fast? If I was thinking like chapter it. by chapter. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Then Although, it's be that, way that way when you talk, you're in the same place. Although my issue is that I have a habit of like predicting how the book is going to go. So I feel like if I talked about that with someone else, I might ruin the book for them because I'd anticipate like a like a twist that was coming later because I saw it coming earlier. So... I tend not to do that. I don't that know. I do that when stuff. I watch shows. I'll be like, oh, I think this is going to happen. And even if I'm right, it's kind of just fun to like, oh, what if that happened? And you're like, oh, yeah. That would yeah. Be, <laughs> that'd be stupid. And you can see whether people read, but they're moving their lips. That would be weird. Oh, wow. Hmm. Like, yeah, no, I, I don't think like that. I don't think you read I don't think you should do the reading on a Zoom call. I think you should read it <laughs> and then call. Too often. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't. I feel like I'm being like I, I God, that'd be weird now. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. Well, folks, those are seven things to do on a virtual date, and don't use Zoom. I, I just I couldn't even Zoom. Well, I would just be so messed up. Yeah. Discord does have video, so that, that's what I've been using anyway. Okay. So we're gonna move on to Fox and the rant. So I want to talk about today is the idea of being a possible LGBTQ person, but maybe growing up or being raised in, a, in an area that was so ignorant and hateful towards it that you yourself grow up to be basically a self-hating gay person, whether you're saying, whether it's not you're saying you're in or out. Um, so yeah, self-hating gayness. Uh, this came to my brain because I, over the last day and a half, I decided to make a queer group for my area. And, you know, it's mostly been received positively. We've really found a lot of people. Um, a lot of us didn't realize we lived all down the street from each other. And now we, you know, can start building this community that really wasn't as pulled together here as it is in other places in Philadelphia. <laughs> Someone once brought up in the group, too, that, like, you know, they they live up here and they're asked, why don't you live in Fishtown? Why don't you live closer to the city so you can be around other gay people? First off, we can't all live in Fishtown. It's like, <laughs> well, not all of us can afford to live in Fishtown. And, you know, we shouldn't just be smashed into one tiny area. But, so, yes, I made this group and it was very, it was, uh... It was a very laid back kind of thing that I did the way that I did it. I posted it to a couple of neighborhood pages and I was like, hey, all LGBTQIA plus people, I made a group just for us to have meetups and talk about stuff and have our own space. Um, here's the link. And it was mostly well received, but I got quite a few specific people who apparently me creating this group sparked so much rage in them that they needed to go on, you know, ignorant tirades but the one that I think was the worst the other three or four were, were straight people cis people just being ignorant um, the other person who I'm not going to name for obvious reasons 
uh, at first seemed like they weren't part of the community, but then said things that, that, you know, indicated that they were, indicated that they had non-straight tendencies. But yet this person was probably the nastiest out of all of them and the most ignorant. I don't even really know where to start. I don't want to say anything specific that this person said, but it was basically she was saying, like, why do you need a safe space? What is wrong with you? You're the reason why people use slurs at gay people. Um, Holy crap. You feel That's My terrible. problem is that you feel the need to have a group that singles LGBTQIA. You're discriminating straight people. I don't care if you used to have a vagina or an Adam's apple. That's weird. So... There was that, and it was it was it was very extensive the things that this person said, and it was very confusing because they'd go from saying, you know, I don't run around telling people that I sleep with women, you're not special, blah blah blah, like going back and forth between outing themselves as doing gay things or being gay in some scope, but then being very viciously angry at the idea of us creating a group for ourselves, and it was very uh, challenging. Because it was just, it was weird. The other people were straight cis people and it wasn't hard to be like, you know, you're ignorant and this, this, and that. It's different when it's somebody who's clearly wants to be a part of the community, but their own ignorance and whatever else was going on there, self-hatred will not allow them to. Those are, yeah, those are like, it's not just that it was striking how weird it was, but it's, that's also horrible things to say. Oh, they were. They were. And and the thing is, is this person, it was a long post. It was a long, long, long post. And this person argued back and forth. And it didn't, a lot of the stuff that she said didn't really even make sense. But it was that she did that. And then I posted some screenshots of it on my page because I was like, you know, look what happens when I try to make a nice group for us. Um, she wasn't the only one that I, I I posted pages of other people saying things, but she did that, and then she got booted from the group that we were in, all the the overarching group for the neighborhood because she was being really ignorant, saying horrible stuff. Um, actually, most of the people that were being horrible got got booted, so I really had to thank the mods for that group because it was very Aww. they didn't have to do that, but they did. Aww. But after that, she went on my page and creeped on that status and started commenting on the status that I made uh, with the screenshots of this person's responses, just the things that she was saying. It was really confrontational, just still going with all the ignorant stuff that she was saying. And then she shared it to her own page, and she has been posting nonstop on her own page was just ignorant stuff and bashing me and calling me out. I think, uh, <laughs> wow. but it was just ridiculous. And then, and then after all of that, she messaged me to continue this tirade, uh, calling me an attention W H O R E. I'm saying that I'm negatively impacting the LGBT community by creating a safe space for everybody. And just all this really confusing stuff that, again, swung between. Um, I mean, this sounds like someone who clearly has some unresolved. There There you go. There you go. There you go. I'm sorry. 
Self-hating, is it? Yeah, I, um, th- there, there are some issues there. I'm just going to leave it there. There, there are some, it's, it's, it's from three minutes ago, I'm going, okay, this person has some issues. Close it has that nothing door. to do with you. It right. has, this person has some oh, issues. Oh, no, I and know that. And it was just, it was just, it was, you. it was sad because I've seen, I've, 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 we see examples of like, self-hating gays in a lot of places like when uh, mm-hmm. some some really hyper-religious anti-gay pastor is outed or right. these people in positions of power that don't want to let the world know that they're out and they're actively fighting against gay rights that's what I would consider self-hating gayness um, but it's, it was stuff like this that was just so confusing because it was very very nonsensical and it, and it bordered on it's just a lot of the things she said didn't make sense, but it, like I said, it was swing between her almost admitting that she was kind of gay and then saying that it was our fault that we had slurs pulled out. She actually, somebody, somebody screenshotted this to me, sent it later. She actually used the, the, the bad F word Jesus. for gay people um, oh, about, about, and fruit loops about us, about her getting booted from the main group and, she you called know, she called you guys fruit loops. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was like I mean that's it's I mean I know I know she didn't mean it to be funny, but it's just it's a little funny. Oh, I know it is it is it is really it is uh... So it's just it was it was something I came across. It's been like I said it's been mostly a positive experience. I'm very excited. A lot of the people on there are really great and we're all learning things about each other. But it was just that was that really threw me through a root loop because like I just you know yeah she was being so the, the 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 amount of anger and ferocity that this person met this met me completely and met this innocuous so, thing yeah yeah it was so off balance I had no like the amount of anger that came from this person it was it was wild and I just um it was sad it was really really sad I feel really bad for her I feel bad for people that. I'm guessing through nurture, honestly, through their parents, through growing up, learn to hate themselves and their gayness so much that, uh, yeah, yeah, that they act like this towards other members of the gay community when we're just trying to have a nice space. And I and I think there's a there's a sort of obvious part of this where it's like you know, this group is meant for people who feel like they need it, and if you're an LGBT person and you don't feel like you need it, then that's okay. You don't have to be a part of it. You know, it's right. Exactly I mean, there's so many groups on Facebook. There's so many invitations I get to watch a movie with someone, and we know how I feel about that. But, um, <laughs> um, I mean, it sounds like there might be some mental health issues there, yeah. and we all have some kind of mental health issues. So I don't mean that to be sure. a bad thing, but I, I think um, she, I really hope she gets help. Yeah, yeah. It's also really nice that the that the community moderators took all the took all the homophobic people out like that was yeah that was nice because it was just the general page it wasn't my lgbt page so it it wasn't even lgbt centered but they a couple of not everyone's on top of stuff like that exactly and a couple of them messaged me and were like you know if she bothers you like let us know if you see her crop up anywhere else so yeah Yeah. i know i was like wow that's really great that's really great of you we had a lot of allies it's it was nice yeah it's nice well on that note it's not time for newsworthy or not but i'm going to say because this might help this situation. Today, today is Eat More Fruit and Vegetables Day. 
We don't already on it. Eat more fruit and vegetable day. <laughs> Should yes. be day, but okay. Yes, yes. It's eat more fruits and vegetables day, and um, you can take that as you would. I'm not going to add any more commentary. I'm just going to let it sit out there. Oh, oh, I see what you mean. Okay, yes. Let's not expand on that. Yes. Yeah. I'm just going to leave it out there. But it is officially oh, no. eat oh. more fruit and vegetables a day. It was just simple. I, just, I just started off. I just started off, and let's just put something yeah. light and plastic nice out know. there. So we're going to move on to Cat you. Okay, answers to straight questions. So one of the ones I had before is from someone who is a lesbian, and they asked the classic. They were asked the classic question: Maybe you would change your mind for the right guy. Oh God. <laughs> okay. You know, that's how it works. Yeah. That's okay. How it works. Yeah, alrighty. All I feel righty. like a lot of these, as usual, could be solved by just flipping the question back. So, as a, oh yeah, as as a straight person, do you think you could be gay for the right person? <laughs> if you mm. if you met if like if you're a man yeah, and that, you're straight, that, that's if crazy. you met the right guy, could you be gay? Right. And then suddenly the question doesn't seem as sensible anymore, does it? No, at all, at all. Although, yeah. although there is such a thing as um, the term is uh, heteroflexibility, which is yeah, which is basically someone who is heterosexual, but it's you know there's some wiggle room, and I I think. I think, you know, being open to trying new things should never be considered bad. But I think this question was phrased as, oh, you like women because you haven't found any good men yet. Oh, God, which is, yeah. Uh. Which is different than, you know, could you ever possibly see, see yourself trying something new with if someone filled all these things you're looking for, you know, which is a very different question. If, if phrased properly I am going to move on to Newsworthy or Not. Are you ready? All right. We are ready. In addition to today is Eat More Fruit and Vegetables Day, today is also, it's a federal holiday, Harvey Milk Day. Federal holiday? Or yes. San Francisco holiday? It's just I, federal. I don't know what that means. News to me. Moving on. <laughs> First anyway. gay supervisor in San Francisco. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, okay. Saturday yeah. is National Taffy Day. Ooh, okay. I support this message. Um, Anne Glenn, Annie Glenn, she's the widow of former astronaut John Glenn, died at 100 years old due to complications from COVID-19. Aww. God bless her. Does everybody know who John Glenn is? I think so. A New Jersey gym reopened in defiance of the state's coronavirus order, Boo. drawing patrons, drawing patrons, protesters, and the police. Boo. Why? Don't do it. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that exhale was enough. That exhale was the response. <laughs> so there's something to be said that human waste feces may provide an early warning if coronavirus infections reemerge. No. <laughs> I agree um, with Sandy. 
wastewater, they're estimating the potential case count based on genetic material detected, customers per system, the volume of wastewater generated, topic of sewage, and any updates. And oh, when it, they wonder if there was any updates on the toilet paper situation. Okay, someone has a sense of humor. Prince Harry and the Duchess Meghan of Sussex are, have, are celebrating their second wedding anniversary. Uh, what's the one for that one? Sugar? Paper? Um. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jonah Hill says he's humbled to beat Samuel L. Jackson, Jackson as the most fouled mouth actor. <laughs> nice. Hilarious statement. I didn't know people were competing for that distinction. Well, there you are. Um, Walmart saw its revenue grow by $10.7 billion, or 9%. Oof. Somebody needs to prop up mom and pop. Yeah, for real. Well, here's one that's scary. In the food industry, hundreds of McDonald's workers plan to strike Wednesday, this was yesterday, in an effort to put pressure on the chain to improve protections for employees during the pandemic. From their customers or the burgers? Oh, well, it gets there. Says that scores of McDonald's workers with COVID-19 are in at least 17 states. They cite a survey that said 800 McDonald's employees from March 31st to April 16th, 42% reported not wearing masks and gloves by management. Wow. Guys, kicking right? yourself in the chance. Strike, 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 strike. And then finally, it says, remember 2006. Pluto was downgraded from a planet. The second season of The Office was aired on weekly television. And the world was introduced to we. How long ago? That- 2006. 2006. Pluto was downgraded to a planet that long ago? Yeah. Yeah. My classmate Neil deGrasse Tyson got beat up for that. What happened? Your classmate was was Neil deGrasse Tyson? Neil Neil deGrasse Tyson was one of my classmates. Our paths never crossed in college. though. Wow. That's kind of cool. he's, He's a complicated person, but... 2006 was also the last time the carbon emissions footprint was as low as it is today. Hmm. That's the moral of the story. The world than it Go take a walk outside. Enjoy it while you can. All right, folks. That's been another week of cue the mic, cue the mic, cue the mic. I know. It's been a while since it's just been us without a guest. Yeah, yeah it's kind of nice once in a while. You're listening to Germantown Community Radio, 92.9 FM WGGTLP, Philadelphia, and online at gtownradio.com. Catch us on the social medias, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Radio. You can find our podcasts on iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, Alexa, Spotify, Radio.com, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Deezer, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. And as a reminder, our old episodes are still up on Podomatic, but we have moved our feed over to pinecast.co. Be sure to check us out there for all the updates on the new episodes.